Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole with the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of your role as a business owner. That may not sound that interesting, but give it a few minutes and it'll be worth your time. Let's get started. You have a B2B small business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. You're one of the heroes in our society, and you should be proud of it. Welcome to the tribe, and welcome home. Okay, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. In the last episode, we talked about how we're possibly confusing our customers and what we can do about it. Today, I want to take a little different direction. So this episode is a little out of the normal concept and tactic type of theme. I wanted to talk to you about your role as a small business owner. And this really applies whether you're in B2B or B2C, uh, even though I think it's probably even more important to talk about it in B2B. So let me start with some stats. And you know I'll try to make this not too long, uh, so, but so you'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. So hang in there. You know, if you look at the statistics, it's always hard to find the, you know, exact truth, of course. But, you know, it, it's estimated there's anywhere from 29 to 31 million uh, small businesses in the U.S. that's defined as, you know, less than 500 employees. And that's 99.9% of all businesses. You know, we think about all these Fortune 500 companies uh, and large companies, but they're actually a very small percentage of the total number of businesses out there. You know, in fact, of those uh, businesses uh, out of that 30 million or so have less than 100 employees and 89% have less than 20. Uh, You know, if you look at what they contribute to the, our society and our economy, you know, 64% of all job creation, I think it was around 1.5 million in 2019 was done by small businesses. You know, firms with less than uh, 50 employees also of that percentage contribute the most job growth. And, you know, less than 10 employees, you know, those types of businesses account for 75% of private sector employees. So, you know, if you look at it, um, it's an incredible uh, stat, you know, that small businesses make a huge contribution to our country and they're not really recognized. You know, 44% of all economic activity in the U.S. is done by small businesses. You know, but the, you know, the flip side to that, uh, being in small business, you know, depending on, you know, which stats you look at, you know, uh, as many as 50% fail in their first year and 95% fail within 10 years. So, you know, it's not an easy thing, um, you know, and it's, you know, of course it varies, you know, depending on the economy. And right now we're in a major slump with this coronavirus thing. And, you know, the, it's hard to get exact data, but, you know, some estimates I've seen that, you know, 30% of all small businesses, uh, you know, are currently either out of operation temporarily or cut down way to bare bones operation or they're, completely and permanently out of business, which is pretty scary. Um, but, you know, when you look at these things, um, just in general, I think these stats come from a few years ago. But, you know, out of that 30 million or so, 16 million of them make less than 40,000 a year in revenue, which, you know, is interesting. And, you know, it shows how much effort people put in. And, you know, that's not even, you know, nine to five type of money, really. You know, in six million, other six million make under 100K a year. And this is gross revenue. And then, you know, there's only 7 million businesses that reach, you know, 100,000 in revenue 
ever, not just like annually, but ever in the life of their business, you know, and then it was estimated that about 875,000 will reach, you know, a million again, ever, you know, and then that's in the top 3%. So if you fall in one of those categories, you know, particularly the upper ones, you know, you should be very proud of that. But, you know, and the, another stat I saw was that only 40% of businesses actually turn a profit, which is, again, you know, amazing compared to a nine to five type of job. So why am I going through this? You know, it, it doesn't matter if you're starting out or, you know, you haven't grossed a dollar or if you just grossed tens of millions of dollars, you know, just making, you know, the attempt to be a small business owner means you're different than most people. In fact, statistically, uh, you're part of, uh, I think it's just under 2% of the population owns a small business. So that's a, a very elite group of people, you know, and, um, you know, as a side note, um, I, I thought about this a lot recently and, you know, we have this concept in our society of, of heroes, you know, and, um, you know, of course, lately with the coronavirus thing, you know, that term gets applied a lot to healthcare professionals and, you know, and that sort of thing. And that's absolutely true. Um, you know, it's traditionally in our society applied to people like firefighters, police officers, military, you know, even teachers or anyone exhibits courage and adds a lot of value to society. You know, so I, I thought about it, you know, what's the, the real definition of, of hero according to the Webster, you know? And, um, you know, it comes from the Greek word heroes, which is, you know, if you look it up, it's difficult to get the actual root word and figure out where it actually came from. But, you know, it has connotations of, you know, protector, you know, bravery, that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, Webster gives really four, you know, um, definitions of it. You know, there's the mythological or legendary figure of, you know, like a Greek god type of thing that's endowed with some kind of great strength or ability. You know, there's the, you know, great warrior type of hero. Um, then there's the person who's admired for their achievements or their noble qualities. And, you know, finally they define it as one who shows great courage. So it's, you know, Webster's opinion. It's one of those four things. So, you know, I would submit to you and I strongly believe that every small business owner in this country is a hero and maybe B2B owners are, are the true unsung heroes since it's not too glamorous. So where am I going with this? Uh, you know, so obviously you're not a mystical creature or a Greek god. Well, you know, some of you may think you are, but, um, you know, a great warrior, that sort of thing. But, you know, you should be admired for your achievements and the noble qualities you have. And in business, you know, that that's kind of thing is, you know, with financial rewards. You know, unfortunately, you know, although we get paid to what we for what we do, you know, and as I talked about with the stats, most owners never make more than they would if they just stuck to their nine to five job. So regardless of your success in the financial area, you should be admired for making any money at all. You know, we live in a society where our entire education system, yes, I said it, um, our culture and even our government appears doesn't recognize the contribution and the difficulty that small business owners face. You know, so going back to those definitions, you know, the third one they said was one who shows great courage. And, you know, where they say the definition of courage is, is, you know, being scared, but doing it anyway, you know, and if you've been in business for any time, you've probably done things you were uncomfortable with, uh, out of your comfort zone type of things. Yeah, I know I have. And, uh, you know, something you hated maybe, and uh, possibly something downright scary. You know, and if you plan to stay in business and grow, that becomes kind of a daily habit, stretching yourself and overcoming fear and taking uncomfortable action. So what does this all this mean? Uh, you know, um, well, you know, for one, um, small business owners meet two out of the four meanings of the word hero. Um, so I'd say that's a pretty good indicator that it's, it's a pretty valid uh, use for the word when describing a small business owner. You know, I, I mentioned a couple episodes ago about an experience I had over 
Thanksgiving a, a few weeks ago that really convinced me of this. You know, we were staying at a hotel with our young kids and hanging out at the hotel pool. And my daughters found another little girl close to their age and started playing with her. And, you know, if you have young kids or have, you know, and you watch them, you know, you know how this goes. Uh, you're standing there making sure they're okay. And a lot of times the other kids' parents are there. So you end up talking to them because you have that in common. And, uh, you know, it turns out the, the kids' parents, the other little girl was, there were uh, B2B small business owners themselves. You know, they have a, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the word for it is, but a sort of a consumable supply business that distributes everything from toilet paper to trash cans and basically anything a, a business needs in bulk. You know, so naturally I started digging into what they do and, you know, no surprise, it was very typical what you hear from a lot of entrepreneurs. The, the husband was working for a, another company and, you know, um, he was, so he saw the opportunities that the company wasn't taking advantage of. So he left to start his own thing on a shoestring. And that was back in his mid twenties, you know, and he's now in his late forties is my guess. And, you know, he still works hard like most business owners do and, you know, barely takes a vacation. I think he said that was the, the they were down there for a week. And, you know, he said that, that was the longest vacation they'd taken in 10 years or something. Um, you know, and he has all the same headaches we do, but also some of the financial success, you know, from being in business over time. So I, I remember this very distinctly as I sat there. Um, it was really kind of a weird experience. Um, I, you know, I don't know this couple from Adam, obviously, but I kind of knew their profile and I'd seen this before. And it was odd because this, this real feeling of gratitude and admiration came over me. Like I'd never really thought about it that way before. And I found myself literally proud of, of these strangers and for what they'd contributed to our society. You know, it's definitely not glamorous delivering cases of toilet paper and paper plates, but it's an integral part of our daily operations of business that we don't even think about. And without that supply chain, that business wouldn't be able to provide to its customers and, you know, so on. So I thought about it and, you know, it really bothered me that people like this, people like you, if you're an entrepreneur and don't get the credit for doing what you do. So if nothing else, I'd like to personally thank you and let you know that your work in businesses really is appreciated and valued. You know, instead of um, thanking entrepreneurs and small business owners for all the products, services and the value they provide, you know, often our society tends to look at us as, you know, greedy or uncaring people who are out for themselves stepping on, you know, the little man, so to speak. Um, you know, and I mean, you can see this in places like Hollywood where, you know, I mean, when's the last time there was a positive take of a, on a character of a small business owner in a movie? You know, normally it's, you know, the evil business or, you know, executive or corporation who's, you know, either literally murdering, you know, the uh, protagonist or, you know, screwing over the average downtrodden person, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, it's really irritating because it's, it's the exact opposite in real life. Entrepreneurs add, you know, incredible value to our society. You produce new and innovative products and services that have made all our lives better. You know, either that or we'd still be in the Stone Age. You provide the, the jobs and the income for not just a few, but 98% of the families out there in our society that they depend on. You know, it's not a dig on people who work nine to five as employees, but, you know, most of us have, you know, done that at some point in our lives. But the point is without you, you know, those families wouldn't have a living. And not only that, you know, you provide a lot of the positive outlook and leadership in our communities that, you know, when there's so much bad around us, far more than any politician or, or most other people, you know, in my opinion. So you should really be proud of that. So, you know, this has been a little different episode as we haven't talked about tactics to grow your business and, and things like that. But I think this is important. Um, and I think understanding your role in society, you know, your responsibility as a business owner should make you feel proud of what you do, you know, and, you know, the responsibility is, you know, if you have the ability to make money 
and therefore add value to people's lives, you know, in my opinion, you really have not only uh, the opportunity, but the obligation to make as much money as you can. And it's not just for the money, because money is evidence of the value provided. You don't make money unless you provide value to people. So on, you know, those days when things are super tough or, you know, let's face it, downright depressing, you know, take a step back and remind yourself that you're one of the good guys, a true hero. And our world needs more people like you. So that's that's all I have today. Um, I just think that this is an important thing to keep in mind. Uh, so uh, I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years uh, in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.